we can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that pique his interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. (laughs) Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Hey everybody, it's Olivia Londo, and I'm super excited to be back on the Brian Nichols Show for an exclusive little segment of Rondo Thoughts on Blue Checks. And I am so excited that Brian let me know that I can do a whole 10-minute discussion with myself about dunking on Blue Checks because, honestly, I'm a little bit biased. I'm not going to lie at all. I applied for a blue check, and because I think that I fit the requirements of getting a blue check. If you haven't applied before or haven't looked at the requirements, it's split up into a few different categories. There are different requirements to apply if you are, say, an athlete rather than a politician. So the category I fit into the most was journalism, because I am a journalist, but Twitter doesn't seem to think so. met all the requirements, actually. All I had to do was scan my government ID, which made me a little bit uncomfortable, to upload a link to an author page from a verified news source, which I have several of, and also upload three links from the last six months of me writing for an accredited news source. So I have about a dozen in the last month. It's stupid to think they would accept me. I think I have a, how do I say this, uh, maybe a stupid sense of optimism that Twitter actually likes me sometimes. Around January 6th, When our country saw the worst thing since the American Civil War, I lost 10,000 followers on Twitter. If you couldn't tell from my voice, that comparison was sarcasm. I really wasn't phased that that even happened. Sure, it was surprising, I guess, but I think everyone kind of expected something like that would happen. I made very few tweets about it because I saw so many people getting banned. Regardless, I lost 10,000 followers that week. I went from 46,000 to 36,000. But since then, I've gained about 30,000 followers, and my engagement is better than it has ever been before. So I really, really genuinely thought that Twitter was like, okay, Olivia, you know, we're going to give you some followers. We're going to give you some engagement. You're not going to be shadow banned anymore. But no, we are not going to verify you. Worst part about it was, is that I have had people make accounts to impersonate me before to scam other people or to harass me. So it's not like I'm, oh, I'm so famous, I want to be Twitter verified, but I have literally reported accounts to Twitter for attempting to be me. So I just thought, hey, maybe I should try to get verified so nobody gets scammed or nobody thinks that some random account harassing people is actually me. I think that's a pretty reasonable request. Another thing, which is actually unfortunate, but because every little tiny journalist on Twitter has a blue check, even if they have like 200 followers, it makes it harder for me as a journalist to connect with people who see that I'm not verified, who see, 
hey, I don't think she's actually a journalist, or maybe she's just a grifter, or maybe she's just a right-wing extremist that isn't verified by Twitter. And maybe, you know what, maybe that's all well and good and true. But it does make it a lot harder for me when the other grifters are verified and I'm not. So I just wanted to get that out of the way before anyone accused me of being salty just because I didn't get verified. That is the reason. That is a major part of the reason why I'm salty. However, I also just have a natural hate of blue checks just like everybody else. So let's get into some of the worst blue check takes of the week. So if you have been on Twitter for a while, you have probably unfortunately ran into Pam Keith, who is a failed Democratic Senate candidate and a Navy veteran. We'll see why it's so ironic that she's a veteran once I read this tweet that she made on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. She said, and I quote, on January 6, 2021, 9-11-2001 ceased being the worst thing that happened to America in my lifetime. Really weird and painful to process and say that, but it's the truth. And quite frankly, it's not even close. Well, I was not that surprised that she said this because she regularly makes hyperpartisan and very inflammatory posts on Twitter. I don't even know if she believes the stuff that she says, but her far left followers really seem to enjoy it. To me, it is simply crazy that a Navy veteran would say this, especially considering the results of 9-11 creating the bloated and enriched military-industrial complex, which killed thousands of Americans needlessly. Honestly, seeing that tweet get ratioed pretty bad restored some of my faith in Twitter, but the fact that she is a blue check took it right back. On to another horrible 9-11 tweet, this time from somebody named Jen M. Jackson, Ph.D., a self-described abolitionist, writer, professor, and gender flux who uses all pronouns. Alrighty then, so let's just get into the tweet because I barely know what that means. She said, We have to be more honest about what 9-11 was and what it wasn't. It was an attack on the heteropatriarchal capitalistic systems that America relies upon to wrangle other countries into passivity. It was an attack on the the systems many white Americans fight to protect. Holy crap. Holy crap. Did she just say, did this lady, or I don't know, did this gender flux person just say, that 9-11 was an attack on straight white men. Is that what she said? Because that's what it sounds like she said. So only a few days later, this sad, sad blue check made the following tweet, which I feel like is pretty ironic. It goes, there's so much hurt and pain on the timeline. People losing their parents, people fighting through cancer diagnosis and chemo, people losing children, people not sure how to pay their bills. I just want everyone to feel safe and held. So the 3,000 victims and their families of 9-11 don't really matter because it was just an attack on the heteropatriarchy, which is a new word that I've just learned today, by the way, Um, and the systems that white Americans just cannot bear to lose. Because that's all 9-11 was, of course, right? Somebody take this lady's blue check away. I am serious. I am serious. Please, please. Let's do another one for my favorite blue check journalist, Brian Selter. CNN's chief media correspondent had this to say on 9-11. I know it's such a crazy thing with the horrible 9-11 takes coming from the left, but that's just what they do. I quote, network TV anchors were the closest thing that America had to national leaders on 9-11. 
They were the moral authority for the country on that first day, especially with political leaders in bunkers or otherwise out of sight. So Blue Check Brian here really wants to give himself a pat on the back for being a network TV anchor. It's, I mean, it's honestly a much more important job than the first responders, than the police, than the military, than the EMTs, than the nurses, than anybody who actually helped and saved people on 9-11. You know what? Brian Stelter has a blue check because he works for an accredited news source. But all the other accredited news sources that I work for, such as Timcast, such as The Daily Caller, such as the Foundation for Economic Education, all of these which have blue checks on Twitter, were not enough for me to get verified. Because, honestly, if they give me a blue check, I might it might go to my head. I might be tweeting some crazy stuff like, hey, I was the real hero on 9-11. At least that seems to be the common theme. Also, if you're a blue check, you could just say random stuff that's not even true to make people scared. Stephen King, who is actually one of my favorite authors, but is probably one of the most annoying blue checks on Twitter, had this to say on September 10th. Quote, 1,200 people dead of COVID yesterday in Florida. Not the total for a week or a month, but one single day. I might sound like a hypocrite for saying this, but one of my good friends is a blue check, and he might possibly be the only good blue check. My friend Brad Palumbo just had to correct the record, and so I will read the correct numbers from his tweet, which he provided a source to, unlike Stephen King. False. Those deaths did not all happen over the past day and span back weeks. The backdating of fatalities shows now that more than 7,600 people died in Florida in the month of August, the entire month. That equates to an average of 245, 245 deaths per day in August. Not 1,200, not 7,600 per day. It is just a ridiculous claim that Stephen King had no source for. But of course, his far left, COVID evangelical followers just ate it up like they usually do because they just believe everything that blue checks say. So after seeing all this and countless other horrible blue check posts, I have come to the conclusion that, hey, maybe I don't want a blue check. Yeah, maybe things would be easier for me on Twitter, but is it really a marker of something good? Not necessarily. I think I am okay being unverified. Thank you guys for listening to this segment of Rondo Thoughts where I dumped on blue checks for about 10 minutes on the Brian Nichols show. And thank you so much, Brian, for allowing me to do that. I hope you guys were motivated to go follow my unverified Twitter account at Rondolivia, R-O-N-D-E-A-U-L-I-V-I-A, or on Instagram at Rondo.Olivia, where I talk a lot of crap about stupid journalists unlike myself because I'm a good one. So thank you guys for listening. And again, thank you, Brian, for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankowitz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, 
and the We Are Libertarians Network.